welcome to Quick Bites by Mind Over Food. I'm Andy Friedman, and today our very special guest is Amy Weitzman from The Pleasure Center. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Today is a very special day, one that I'm very excited about, <laughs> for more ways than one. Um, today we have Amy Weitzman, and Amy Weitzman is the founder of The Pleasure Center, and she founded the Pleasure Center to serve individuals and couples in their pursuit of sexual health and well-being. Amy is a trained co-active coach and has over seven years of experience participating in and leading workshops focused on healthy intimacy and sexuality. She is currently taking courses at the Institute for the Study of Somatic Sex Education and the Gottman Institute. In addition to being a sex coach, Amy is an artist. Her interactive art experiences have been featured in local art festivals, and her book, of curated anonymous letters from her Dear Mom and Dad project will be published in 2021. So i like to say welcome, Amy, to the podcast. Thank you so much. Oh, it's just such a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Now, I know it's like a, now that's um, kind of funny because this is about pleasure. So <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you here on the Mind Over Food Quick Bites podcast. Um, so I just want to jump right in and ask you, what is a sex coach? Okay, great question. <laughs> Perfect one to start with. A sex coach is a life coach who has chosen to specialize in sexuality. And so it's really taking, for me, like skills I learned from two you know, connected, but also different areas of my life. So life coaching skills, how to ask powerful questions, how to someone, how to help someone get unstuck in their, either their beliefs or their thinking or on action, how to support someone, really, really support them in working towards change in their lives. And then I took that and combined it with really my passion, which is to help people feel less shame feel amazing about their bodies, feel really good about sex and intimacy in whatever form is right for them right now, you know, that's really going to change over our lifetimes. And so I think there's lots of these moments where it would be amazing to have support to feel good about the changes and proactive about other kinds of changes you might want to make around your sexuality or your relationships or your relationship to your own body and having a life coach who specializes in that is, I just think, really awesome. It's really cool. It's really cool. It's really unique. And I think um, so important because we don't really get a chance to talk about these issues. I mean, it's not something you bring up at the dinner table, you know, at a dinner party mm -hmm. or even though it, why not? But it, it's it's so wonderful. So why would you say that? sexuality or intimacy or this or pleasure in general is so important to our overall health? I would say it's important to our overall health because it's a fundamental piece of who we are as humans and it's often neglected. And so that makes it even more important for us to focus on as a piece of our health. Like we're constantly talking about how exercise has an impact on our mood and how our bodies feel and the same with the food we eat, how our friendships, our social network, our connections, our jobs, 
And it's like, well, yes, all of that, but where is this other part of ourselves that really desires to connect with another person or persons like really deeply with our bodies and our minds? Yeah, it's it's so true. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, it's so interesting because I do focus on the the food and the exercise part of it has a similar effect on our mood. I would say like socially, but also biochemically even, you know, Mm -hmm. when people probably don't think about it in that way. And then having these, these things we think of as pleasure are kind of all interconnected. Talk about that. Talk about other forms of pleasure that are just as important as the sexual pleasure. Yes, I can do that. Um, (laughs) So can we expand all the ways in which we feel pleasure in a day. First of, you know, the first kind of barrier some people have to get through is, do I deserve to feel pleasure? Is pleasure good? Is pleasure bad? I'm here to tell you it's good. I'm here to tell you <laughs> deserve it. And, and then can you expand your definition of it? So, um, you know, I like, can you, instead of sitting down to eat a peach that you've like cut into slices and put on a plate, maybe you want to eat it standing outside and eat it whole. Cause it's like a beautiful warm day and you want to stand in the sunlight and you want to enjoy it. And you want to have even more pleasure from that peach than you normally have. That would be sort of like an everyday example. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say like, you know, an example that's like really related to sex is like how someone could have more pleasure is, if you have more vulnerability with your partner throughout the day, better connection, more conversations where you feel more seen, where they feel more seen, there's probably going to be more pleasure in the, in the bedroom. And so it's not all about like focusing work in the bedroom. It's can you expand and see how all the things are interconnected to bring you more pleasure? Yeah. It, it's, it sounds like, some of the reasons that you decided to start up the pleasure center, which was not just to talk about sex, but actually enjoy it and have pleasure in all these, Mm -hmm. these really sensual ways that maybe involves intercourse or doesn't involve intercourse. So is, tell Mm -hmm. me, tell me some of the reasons that you were inspired to, to start the pleasure center. I think most of my inspiration has come from my own journey in terms of, and and helping friends too, like really seeing that people needed a place to talk about this. Um, But my own journey, just having really so little pleasure, um, like just such a limited amount for a lot of my life and then getting healthier, you know, through therapy, through workshops, through other stuff and, and through coaching and finding that there was so much more there for me to have in terms of pleasure. And this being this incredible eye-opening experience and wanting to share that with other people. That's really wonderful. It sounds like you get a lot of pleasure out of helping people achieve their, you know, fulfillment of pleasure, whatever that means for them. I do. I find it's really, really fun work. And while I'm not opposed to having clients who are having more of like a sexual dysfunction in a way and want support on that, like I love serving those kind of clients too. I'm really looking to grow my business so that I have a balanced 
a balanced, a balanced amount of clients who are also looking for more creativity in their intimacy, okay. more pleasure, you know, sort of the positive side of, well, things are okay, but I have a sense that they could be better. I think that is a really, really fun place for me to work. Um, and, you know, I'm really trying to attract those kinds of clients. So that's really, that's really cool that I, are you finding that a lot of people are seeking that kind of, um, I mean, I, I'm intrigued, I gotta admit, so. <laughs> I think it's right. It's not, I think it requires me to do more outreach, more education about that space where, yeah, we're very used to seeking support when things are not going well and less used to seeking it when they're just going okay or you're bored. So I think there's an education and outreach piece, which is, yeah, part of why I'm doing this podcast is there's more. And That's so find out yeah. how to get it. You hear that mind over foodies? Come on out and, and uh, check out <laughs> check out Amy. So in my work, I, I work with clients and one of the biggest things we work on is mindfulness. And I literally mm-hmm. talk about how when you eat in a distracted way, you remove the pleasure from your eating. And why is it that we are removing pleasure from an an activity that we 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 do because it's so pleasurable? <laughs> yes. Yes. Talk about how mindfulness, how you work with mindfulness in your practice. Sure. Yes. Um, so the biggest thing is also, I'm guessing it's very similar for mindful eating is, is slowing down, encouraging, encouraging yourself to use all the senses you have instead of mm. just the ones you're used to using. Same applies to sex. So slowing it down opening your eyes when you might normally keep them closed, even if that feels a little bit scary, maybe just try it for a few minutes. Um, You know, instead of lights off, try really dim soft lighting. And the idea is not to make yourself uncomfortable, but to have experiments and apply creativity to see what enhances your pleasure, what doesn't, so that you have a better sense of what works for you and be willing to be like a little bit fearless, a little, a little bit more vulnerable with your partner or just with yourself, you know, cause all of this applies, even if you're not in a relationship that you could be having so much more pleasure in your own practice with yourself. And that might involve trying new things, new things you haven't thought of trying. And, you know, the obvious answer there is kind of toys, but there's so many other ways you could try something to enhance your pleasure that you haven't done before. Do, do you find that that's really important uh, thing to do is to engage in self-pleasure? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and I have a phrase that I use to describe it called mindful erotic practice. Okay. So that word again. Okay. Do, do tell, and do tell. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's very much about slowing down, experimenting, being open to different and new experiences, not falling into routines or habits that have only allowed you a certain amount of pleasure or maybe gave you pleasure in the past, but it's really time to change things up. And that requires that presence. Presence usually requires slowing down, letting go of agendas and goals those same mindful concepts that apply across the board. 
Yeah, that's great. And so important. So important. You mentioned about differences across the life stage, across life stages. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about um, what you mean by that and also how, how you would approach it differently based on someone's life stage? Yes. So, right. So life stages might be, I have a partner right now, maybe that's a new partner and there's some challenges or some exciting things you want to explore. Maybe it's a partner you've had for 20 years. And so maybe you've gotten a routine and you want some creativity. And then there's also just the, the cycle of our bodies. As we age, things work differently and you can either be in kind of a negative space about that or like a regret or thinking about the past or maybe even fear of the future, or you can be right where you are right now. And especially with support, try to expand your own personal definition of what does intimacy look like with myself or my, or my partner, what does sex look like? And you can find that there's, yeah, these pleasure just there waiting for you in every stage. It is not just for the young. Yeah. Or just for those in relationship. So what are some of the, the key principles that you use? I know you have what you call the pleasure ceiling mm-hmm. and also the many forms of pleasure. Yes. So the many forms of pleasure is kind of really, you know, referring to that idea that there's more there. Let's expand. Let's get creative. Let's talk about it. Where are your blocks to pleasure? What's beyond those doors that you haven't allowed for yourself? Um, and like, you know, where where in your life can you, let's talk about all the places you can have pleasure in your life, not just narrowed down to specific areas. Um, so that's what kind of the many forms. And then that pleasure ceiling is kind of a critical block to look at. And most of us have one that we unconsciously only allow a certain amount of pleasure and there's a hidden belief that keeps us from accessing more and so the hidden beliefs might be around deserving pleasure or some of the you know they kind of related to beliefs around there's like other kinds of ceilings that we all have like barriers barriers to success and so these are like hidden barriers that get in the way of us enjoying pleasure. I mean, I guess something I really love to explore. Yeah. I mean, I know this, this works with both men and women, but I know Mm -hmm. sort of throughout the ages, there's always been these limits and, and um, rules around women's sexuality. And that has led Mm -hmm. to probably some of those beliefs that you're talking about, which is right up my alley because of, of cognitive therapy you know, what are some of those beliefs that get in the way? I mean, things that might come to mind are, are, are like the deserving, but also shame or, or being dirty or or mm-hmm. um, maybe there's trauma involved with it. Mm-hmm. It can probably sure. or yeah. Right. Like I'm too old or my body isn't, you know, good enough. And so it doesn't, you know, like I can't allow pleasure until my body is X, Y, or Z. Um, yeah, all kinds of, and it's just, you know, it's the ways in which we are stuck around self-love. And if we can unblock some of those, yeah, let any shame go, bring in more acceptance of who we are right in this moment, that 
can help you raise your pleasure ceiling so that you have room for more. It's like the, almost like the glass ceiling that they talk about. You got to shatter that pleasure ceiling as well. You do. Yeah. Wow. That's really great. And, and uh, as I like to say, food for thought, har har. Um, <laughs> well, is there anything, and of course we can talk about anything here. It's, there's no limit. Um, is there any like one or two little tips or tricks you, you could just sort of say across the board, people might want to try at home <laughs> to increase mm. their level of pleasure? It's called the three minute game. Okay. <laughs> so there's an exercise called the three minute game and you can Google it online. There's instructions and it's really practice in asking for how you want to be touched by your partner and also telling them how you want to touch them. And it sounds so simple and yet it's revolutionary taking the time Put, you know, carving out the time in your busy lives to do this game with your partner. And it really takes 12 minutes if you're going to do the whole thing. So it's like <laughs> three minutes for each question and question after, and then you switch. So there's like two questions, two partners. So you end up at 12 minutes and it can be just so eye-opening. That is a really good tip. In fact, I wrote it down. I'm going to uh, look it up. I'll get back to you on that. Um, no, I really do think it is such an important overlooked aspect of our overall health. And I think that, I mean, it probably can work both ways, right? You can either have health issues that are affecting the pleasure and there is mm -hmm. the pleasure or lack thereof that's affecting your health. And so um, I just want to thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. And um, it's a real eye opener. I think a lot of our listeners are not thinking about that in terms of their overall health. And it's really important. It's important for our psychological health. It's important for our physical health. And, and I just think you're doing great work. And, and um, thank you so much for speaking with us today. It was just really great and a lot of fun. Thank you. It, it was my pleasure. So um, Amy Weitzman, who is the founder of the Pleasure Center, can you just quickly give everyone your uh, website? So if they're interested, they can go. Sure. It's thepleasure.center. Okay. And so there's no dot com or anything. It's thepleasure.center. On Instagram, it's also thepleasure.center. And you can also email me at amy at thepleasure.center. So make a note of that, Mind Over Foodies, um, the pleasure.center. Once again, Amy, thank you so much. Thank you. What a wonderful conversation. Appreciate you. I really hope you enjoyed this interview with Amy Weitzman from The Pleasure Center. Please visit my webpage at mindoverfood.com if you'd like to listen to more of these Quick Bite podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about Mind Over Food or are interested in one of my free 15-minute consultations, please visit my website or email me at andy at mindoverfood.com. You can also contact me on Facebook at facebook.com slash mindoverfoodtraining. And I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thanks for listening to Quick Bites by Mind Over Food. I'm Andy Friedman. 
keep an ear out for more Quick Bites coming soon.